Welcome, and thank you for listening to the 9-7 Podcast, where we talk about our journey from 9-7 to now. We are your hosts, Richard and Mary Robinson. Though we aren't relationship experts, we've learned a lot along the way since 9-7. Welcome back, guys. So what are we talking about today? So today, we're going to finish up our conversation that we started last week on our first pregnancy. Okay. So. Well, before that, I mean, we did have some pretty nice baby showers. Our friends threw us one. And that was kind of, it was kind of cool because I th- that was the first time that both of our families were really together because we didn't have like the big to-do wedding because we had the, we're getting married because of the military. Oh, yeah, yeah. So... So that was the first, like, cross-family yeah, gathering. Yeah, event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was pretty cool that to have a nice number of both sides of the family there. Plus friends. Plus... plus well, our friend, my friends threw it. Yeah, but I mean, it's the first time. Yeah. Oh, they were th- all in the same yeah, spot. Yeah, all three groups mm-hmm. in, in one spot. And then, of course, we had the one at my job. Yeah. Your job just gave you some gift cards and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did the right thing. Um, but that was pretty fun, going through that process, and um, I mean, plot positives like my hair was popping when I was pregnant with the first man. Yeah, your nails too, apparently. Hair, nails, mm-hmm. and your skin really does glow. Like I had not one issue, no blemish. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any of those types of issues. Now, a lady that I worked with, she did have some like skin side effects yeah i remember i remember um because it was like four of us pregnant at the same time Mm -hmm. but um yeah i didn't have any of those and i mean the pregnancy really was pretty textbook like i didn't have any anything odd happen yeah i mean for me it was completely opposite what do you mean everything horrible happened to me I gained like fifty pounds. <laughs> I lost all my hair. You were pregnant with me. Uh, yeah, I totally. That's gained, why I said when we were pregnant. Yeah, I'm, I totally gained all kinds of sympathy weight. Like, I I gained all kinds of weight and just like like I said, if you've seen me, I'm completely bald. I got a sleepy eye. All of that is from that first <laughs> trimester. That's not true. <laughs> no, no, but it was. I did. I did actually gain like forty. 40 pounds or so. No, you was about 20. You sure? Mm-hmm. It feel like 40. At that time, it was about 20. I mean, since then, I mean, you might have gained about 40. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I'm still trying to lose this baby weight. <laughs> but, um, and then I remember, you know, the 39th week, 38th week, I send you a message at work because you were working at night. It was a Friday night. And... That week, Iron Man came out, and we were supposed to go to the movies on Saturday because the baby was due the next week, right? Mm-hmm. And so that Friday, I sent you a message. I was like, I don't know if we're going to make it to the movies. I think I'm having contractions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, what what was what were your thoughts when you got that, that message? Well, I didn't, I didn't jump. I didn't spring into the oh, the world is falling apart because I did, I did, I do remember seeing that message and then calling you. Yes, we talked. And because you were calm, I was like, well, 
the contractions can't be but so bad and it was closer to my quitting time so mm-hmm. i was like okay well first thing i need to do is just get to the house and see how that how that all plays out and then but yeah, i because I, I i texted you i said i think i'm having contractions but they're not bad the the other thing too by this point though you had had contractions before yeah braxton hicks you had braxton hicks contractions so you telling me oh i'm having contractions just did not elicit that the world is on fire kind of comic book reaction you see mm-hmm. on tv but it did it is it was enough to have me all right let me take a break give her a call how bad are the how bad are they x y and z um and and because you were you were pretty calm and it was pretty late but i did remember telling you that if they get significantly mm-hmm. worse call 911 and be prepared to and i'll just meet you cuz we knew the hospital where you were supposed to deliver mm-hmm. and it, and it wouldn't have been any reason for them not to take you there right so so we we talked that out which was good it kept me calm uh, and then i got home yeah, you got home. We went to sleep. Woke up the next morning. They were still coming, mm-hmm. and they at that in the morning. Now, granted, I, I said that they weren't bad, but I also have a very high pain tolerance, so I don't know how bad they actually were. Um, but in the morning, they were about thirty minutes apart. So we called the doctor, and they said, okay, when when they're about five minutes apart start making your way. So when they got about 15, 20 minutes apart, we started making our way. Nah, that's not how that happened. When they got when they got about 15, 20 minutes apart, you had put on your your outfit by this point you had already got your hair done for what you were expecting cuz you're like the baby's coming at this point month or two before or a couple of weeks before yeah, it was like a week before I you were like let me get my hair done like this because i don't want to be in the hospital with my hair toe up no that was not my reason what was your reason i don't want to have to do my hair after we oh. get back <laughs> sound like the same thing to me Mm-mm. but then you you got dressed uh in something very comfortable and you were like well we can go walk or something because they're not close they're not close enough yet. And then that's how we ended up. At the beach. At the beach with all that's the why pictures. Was, that's what I was going to say. We were going to make our way. <laughs> okay. We weren't like going directly to the hospital. We went to Buck Road Beach. <laughs> because I really like the beach. Like I, That's like one of my favorite places to go. And that beach is on the way to yes, the hospital. It's, it was, I mean, it was a little bit out of the way. Mm, no, it's on the way. No, because we could have just hit the interstate and just went straight through the herbage. But we had to go out of the way a little bit to get to Buck Row. But the way we went to Buck Row is a straight shot. And then from Buck Row, you jump on the interstate. You, yeah, jump, on, you jump on 64 right at Herbert. Yeah. So we went straight up to Buck Row, then cut over to get on the Herbert. So it wasn't out the way. It wasn't like we were on the interstate and had to get off. I disagree, but we'll agree to disagree. Um, but we went out open, there. Open the map. <laughs> I will when we finish. (laughs) I will prove it to you. (laughs) But when we got out there, we walked for a little bit. And they were coming 15 minutes at that point. 
mm-hmm. because I remember having to stop. Like, oh, I gotta sit down. Yeah. And we took some pictures out there and everything. Mm-hmm. We got photos of us at the beach on the day that our child was born. Yep. Looking all reckless. <laughs> I mean, we didn't like have on beach attire, but we did like sit on the boardwalk mm-hmm. and take some great little photos. Mm-hmm. And we stopped at the gas station and. Mm-hmm. Got a little something to drink because I was like, I ain't gonna be able to eat none for a while once I get to the hospital. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> and then once they were about a solid ten, we drove to the hospital. Water still hadn't broken or Mm-mm. anything like that. Mm-hmm. And we drove at a leisurely pace. Yeah, we, it wasn't we drove, like eighty miles an hour. We were thankful there was no traffic because that was one of our fears. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to the hospital. I we grab the bags. Mm-hmm. Walk to the hospital. I'm in labor. Contractions about 10 minutes apart. They tell us where to go. I go to sign in and my water breaks on the floor. Yep. <laughs> As she's signing in. As I'm signing in. Um, and then at that point it was like, oh, and then they test in. They're like, yep, definitely amniotic fluid. Mm-hmm. And so then it's, you know. And I remember you standing there so calm. You're signing your name or whatever. And the lady, and you look at the lady and you go, oh. I think my water just broke. Yeah, <laughs> like, she looked like, at me like, "What?" <laughs> she just had this perplexed look on her like, face. You are way too calm, lady. What's going on with you? <laughs> and she was she she had a look on her face like she wanted to ask, "Is this your first child or your fifth?" Because <laughs> you just so. But they relaxed. were a solid five at that point. Mm-hmm. And water broke, and the only negative thing I could say is, you know, when you're there. And, and you're getting ready to have your baby, just make sure you and whoever's there with you really advocate for you. Because they tried to push epidural mm-hmm. because our our water had broken around like, um, with the, maybe that was around maybe two or three in the mm-hmm. afternoon. Mm-hmm. And after a couple of hours, they tried to push epidural. Then they tried to push me to have a C-section. Mm-hmm. And I was not having that. I was like, no, I don't want any of that. Same thing with that Pitocin. Yeah. And so, um, after a little while, the contractions were super strong. Mm-hmm. And, and that, We both pushed at the same time, me uh, and you. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> well, I was about to say, when it wasn't until we got in there and the contractions got stronger and we, and I had to have you know, a couple of those heated conversations with the with the doctors in the way of if this is what she's saying to you, then that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like the epidural, she says she doesn't want an epidural. So you coming back and insisting on force it. Yeah. You insisting on it is no. The answer is no. It's going to be no. And then, you know, it didn't get real for me. Because, you know, you once you get past a certain point, they can't do it anyway. Mm-hmm. But it didn't get real for me until um, your contractions got really strong and you and you winced the first time. Yeah. The first time you winced <laughs> was when I was like, OK, now the pain is real. This is gold time. Because even with your water breaking, I was like, I don't know. This is my first time here. I don't know what's about to happen. I'm gonna just wait and see, right? I'm just cool, cool hand Luke at the point at that point. But when you winced, I was like, "Oh, Israel, it's about to happen." And then my heart started racing. (laughs) 
my blood pressure went up my veins got all constricted <laughs> mouth got dry man i just remember when it was time to push and then first one i mean our other two were cakewalks but the first one man this i felt one. like i pushed for an hour and a half and literally probably did no it wasn't that long it was probably about 40 minutes because i remember looking at the clock because right in front of me like square in front of me was a clock and Mm -hmm. it was just before 10 when Mm -hmm. i started pushing that night and she was born at 10 34 and so so it was a good solid 35 maybe 40 minutes of pushing but I know that was hard work. Look, yeah. And you were standing there pushing too, baby. You were holding my leg mm-hmm. and you were pushing and holding your breath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they was, that's what they were telling you. They was like, hold your breath and push. Hold your breath and push. And I'm I'm holding your hand. At one point, I'm holding your hand and you squeezing my hand. And, and it's just like, everything's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. The baby's going to be fine. Yeah, you were great. Don't worry about it. And then you like, and then you would wince again, and I'd be like, "Oh, I know that hurt. It look, just looked like it hurt so bad." Because, like you said, because you have a uh, a high pain tolerance. Yeah, it's not very often I've seen you get injured one, and it's even rare that the injury is bad enough where you have like a real reaction mm-hmm. to it. You know, and usually the only times I can think of is when you fell up the steps and broke your leg. And one time when you stubbed your toe and you might have broken that toe. Yeah, but that was even after that. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. They're the only two times I can remember. So Pretty sure my toe was broken that time. Yeah, so since those are the only two times I can remember, you know, the the leg thing happened when you were in college. Mm-hmm. And this is significantly after that. And this will be the second time that I've seen you, like, wince from pain. So I was like, oh, it's real. And then when those contractions would hit and you would wince and you would squeeze my hand or whatever, or you would, you would, it was something else you would do too that I can't recall right now that I was like, whatever it was, it made me, it gave me the, the urge to comfort as Mm -hmm. much as I could. And then when they came in there, like they were daggone cheer squad for (laughs) UCLA talking about push, hold your breath, push, hold your breath. And they had this rhythm too, how they were saying it. And then and they were like, okay, one more. And you're like, okay, one more. And then you, and you hold your breath. And they, and they would count down. They were like, all right, 10 seconds, push. And 10, 9. And I'm over there holding my breath, too. <laughs> I know it. And I'm holding my breath, too. And I'm like, man, they doing this really fast because I can't catch my breath back before they like, push again. <laughs> my head started hurting. It was, it was a crazy, it was a crazy situation. Yeah. All the way up until... Then they get the head out, then the shoulders out, then mm-hmm. my little sweets was born. They say, it's a girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you, and you and your couple of tears squeezed out. Mm-hmm. And and you can't unsee it. No, you can't unsee Because I saw it, and I was like, I can't I, We I can't had a mirror. Yeah. I don't remember seeing much because my eyes was closed because I was yeah. too focused on pushing. pushing. But I remember seeing it, and I was just like, oh, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> Never seen that before. That's a. I put that in the book that day. New experience. You know? And then you cut the cord. Yep. They they. Uh, Mr. Robinson, would you like to cut the baby's cord? And I was like, of course I do. And then you know they helped me line it up because by that point I was literally dizzy. 
Well, yeah, because you have been holding. I've been breath. holding my breath. My eyes. I'm just was glad crossing. you ain't passed out, baby. That would have been a hot mess. That would have been a hot mess. <laughs> I wouldn't have told this story if I had passed out. That would if 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 I would have passed out, this story would have had to include, include ninjas or yeah, something. It, had it had to, to be something extraordinary. Something extraordinary. But then, uh, you know, I cut the cord, which did not have the texture that I anticipated. Yeah, like, you said it was really tough. It was really yeah. It, it feel really thick. Right, mm-hmm. so you cut the cord, and then uh, you know they do the whole swaddle thing, and then, then you have to like something I didn't anticipate. I just didn't know. You know, you got to push again to push out the placenta. Oh you? yeah, that was the other thing that threw me off they too. They were like, "Okay, you're gonna feel a tug," and I was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> and they was like, "Push," and I was like, "Lois, she got twins." <laughs> that was my first thought. I was like, "Man, we got twins." On the first shot. So, but yeah. And then I saw that come out too, which I was not ready for. I did not <laughs> anticipate that. Because it came out and I was just like, what is that? I remember asking the doc. I was like, what is that? And she was like, oh, it's just the placenta, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, that's that's just what it is, huh? <laughs> like, she said it so casually. I was just like. And they put my little boo-boo on a little warmer and they said, here's your baby. Well, they first, they take a... She came out, put it straight on my chest. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like a ball of tears. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, oh, let's check her weight, mm-hmm. Apgar number. That's like the color of their skin and all that jazz. Which and, had me worked up because now I'm at a heightened sense because immediately when she comes out, right, before I cut the cord, I'm like, I immediately have this new. Yep human to protect i can see it all over you too you know and it was like pride and yeah and and nervousness and all that all at the same time. all at the same time you know fear joy anger a little bit of disgust all because <laughs> you can't unsee that you can't right? unsee it all at the same time all in the mix and you know it was like you know once they put on your chest i got a little relief and a little calm but then when they picked her up and kind of whisked her away. Like, what are y'all doing? Where are y'all going? Yeah, where are you going? Why did you take her? Where, but they didn't take her do? away. Everything no, it was, was in the room. room. Yeah. yeah, they just took her from me. And yeah. you were like, wait, hold up. What you doing? Right. Which she the, belongs to us. Right. That set off my sensors. You know what I'm saying? Because at that point, all of the, all of the fears of a father fall on you all at the same time in that instance. Like, all of them. Like... Baby got ten fingers, ten toes, two arms, two legs, a brain. You know, is there any any question of a possible deficiency right. at all? Where are you going? Are you doing vaccinations? Have we agreed to vaccinations? Don't you poke her without us agreeing to the right. vaccinations? Uh, are you planning to put her in the little the little baby room that you see on the movies all the time? If so, then I got to post watch out front there because you know ain't nobody gonna walk off of my baby like all of the fears yeah all of them you know what i'm saying borderline almost to the point where i want to ask the nurses i want to see your credentials so i can take a picture of <laughs> right. them to verify that you are actual hospital you staff. are who you say you are you know like and all of that flooded in so it was like up to that moment it was just like oh the baby's in my wife yeah and it's just me She's, and my wife and she I, or he is doing just fine right I'm right there with me whenever i'm with her yeah yeah and so as long as i'm covering her the baby's good 
we're good, we're a unit. And then the baby comes out and it's like, oh, my perimeter just expanded yep. to now encompass this other person. So uh, at that moment, I was literally between you, you were on one side of me on my right side and the nurses and the doctors are on my left with, with, with the baby. And I'm peeking in what they doing borderline, moving them out the way. And I and I only felt comfort because I felt like you both were in arm's reach. Mm-hmm. You know, because at that point, I was slightly dizzy, but I wasn't afraid to jump on the doctor if I felt it was necessary. Right. And then they all left. Well, they gave the baby back. Mm-hmm. And I at that point, she the, was swaddled. Yeah, she was swaddled. And you had the baby first mm-hmm. after they were done. They mm-hmm. gave the baby to you. And then, you know, you had your little moment. And then mm-hmm. you gave the baby to me. And then you sat down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Looked like you were ready to pass out. Yeah, well, I mean, because that moment, that moment, as brief of it as it was when, when they put her in my arms, was a situation of relief. Yeah. Because at that moment, you know, the doctor was making jokes. You were a lot more jovial, you know. They had relinquished my child to my arms. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I was like, okay, I'm holding you. You are as protected as you will ever be mm-hmm. in your life in this moment. And that helped give me some peace. Aww. You know what I'm saying? Because then I could say, I could, you know, take that, that breath of, of relief. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then And then it's like, and then it's, because you're literally in my arms, the fears kind of drift mm-hmm. to the back. Like at this moment, there's nothing that can happen to yeah. you. Yeah, it's like you're you're you were finally able to breathe, relax a little bit. Like okay, right. All and, that other stuff can go to the background because right. now my wife is right here. She's smiling at me. Mm-hmm. My daughter's in my arms. I'm good. Right, and now I can. Now I can look at the now you can deal with you. Of, yeah, and I can look at the contours of her face and stuff like that. Yeah, and and the thing, the first thing that jumped out at me was the fact that she didn't have any eyebrows. Yeah, and you kept asking like, "What? Wait, Mary? Shit, why she don't have no eyebrows?" Yeah, I got this little meat faced baby looking at me with no no eyebrows, you know. But then you know you were explaining, "Oh, they'll come in and they'll thicken up. They're there. They're just blonde and all this kind of stuff." And at that point, at that moment, then I could really enjoy that moment of being a father, which is, you know, three of the most important moments that I reflect on on a regular basis, especially in my times of meditation, because the birth of our children are three moments in time where I have the purest serenity and peace. Mm hmm in my life is when I'm holding, when I was holding one of them when they first entered the world, you know what I'm saying? And it's like a, it's a serenity, a tranquility and a peace in that instance that I've never been able to recapture in any other, any other point, you know what I'm saying? So holding them, looking at the contours of their face. Yeah. That there, that moment where like for me, it was like, I'm putting this, this child that you and your husband have made in love and they put that baby on my chest and it was just like oh my gosh yeah. like oh, mm-hmm. man 
it's super brief but yeah. it's like it's, it's, it's you can't you, it's not like you just said it's it's not recreatable mm-mm. like you can't just summon that up mm-mm. and then once i was able to do that and you sat we sat for a little bit in the bed yeah yeah but <clears throat> being able to do that and you know she was she by that time she was not crying she was calm she was relaxed i could i could put my hand you know, on the blanket and for her little da 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 because her heart was beating so fast. Mm-hmm. And as long as I could do that, I was I was satisfied with the universe at that point. Mm-hmm. And so then sitting with you in the bed and we just... Looking at this little person. Yeah, just relishing in the moment. And then... When and we that, took a moment too. Like, it was a while. Yeah. And once once I got through that, when my butt hit that chair... <laughs> Well, let me say this first. We didn't tell anybody that we were going to the hospital. No. Like, we told no one. And no. I remember even talking on the phone with a couple of people that day when we were leaving the beach and stuff, on the way to the beach, leaving the beach. We never told anyone. Mm-mm. And um, and we waited. Like, she was born at, like we said, about 1034. 1034 was the time she was born. And we waited until, like, just before midnight because we wanted it to be the same day mm-hmm. so that they weren't be like oh she was born yesterday mm-hmm. so we we waited and it was like 11 maybe eleven forty-five, and we started calling people to let them know that the baby was born mm-hmm. um because we just we made the choice to have that moment for ourselves yeah like a lot of people want their family there and that's mm-hmm. fine but for us mm-hmm. we made the conscious choice that we wanted that moment for just us like you know for us to solidify our our little family and to pray together and mm-hmm. and really embrace that moment oh yeah I with forgot just about the three that. of us yeah i forgot about that when we were sitting on the bed i did pray yep for for us as a as a unit yeah because you never get another first you don't and we i mean we kind of kept that the same for all three but that was just what we wanted. We wanted it to be me, you, and whatever was brewing in my belly. Mm-hmm. Like, we we made that choice. And then the next day, our moms mm-hmm. came. Um, my friend Kelly came. Um, I don't know if anyone else came. I can't remember. I can't remember either. But I do distinctly remember BFF Kelly her mom, mm-hmm. my mom, your mom. Did Nina go? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. Cause I, me- I distinctly remember. Well, really, it's not so much I remember as I know that I have a picture of it. You yeah, know what I yeah. mean? Like you I know the via picture. the picture. Yeah. Who was who? <laughs> I remember seeing in the pictures. <laughs> That's yeah. really it. Yeah, and and for me, it was. Uh, yeah, that I I agree. I remember us having that conversation about how important it was for us to just for it to be us, for us to be able to revel in that moment and and you know without distraction. Right. I think it was actually that. Yeah, it was that Sunday because she was born Saturday night. Yeah. The night we were supposed to be at the movie theater. Yeah. So just <laughs> without without distraction, us being able to sit there as a unit and then. Like I said, after we prayed and we just sat there and we sat there and just Google God, God, yeah, and, and, and this little beautiful. And I don't even gift. think she woke up 
during that time until it was time for her to eat. Yeah, we she went straight to nursing. She had no issue nursing. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. And then you laid on that couch. And I remember yeah. the, the nurse coming in and nah, asking hold me. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Now let me let me let me explain this situation to you, because after being dizzy, maybe even hallucinating, I don't know. But when when my butt hit that seat, my whole body was like, "Oh, it's over." Like I never had an, an adrenaline rush. I mean, I think the next time I would have a rush that was that strong. Of, of adrenaline and, and whatever else gets released in those hyper moments. I was literally at war. Would be the very oh, next that was, time. That was before that, baby. What was? When you were at war. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the only other time that I yeah. had that same sensation. And it was just like... It was just like one of those things where when I sat down and I came down, I came down like... I crashed and burned. And I remember it was like that little half couch thing or whatever. And I remember having like a blanket or something. Yeah, it was like a a love seat. And you had a blanket. It was wrapped around your head. And then there was another blanket that we had on your your legs. And I remember the nurse came in there. And I remember being under that blanket because my head was throbbing. Yeah, you had a migraine. Because she looked at me and she was like, is he okay? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm holding the baby, nursing the baby. And I'm like, that's another whole... That's a whole other situation. A whole other situation trying to figure out the whole nursing thing. And she looked at you and was like, is is he okay? And I was like, I think he has a migraine. (laughs) I remember, look, and I was insulted when she was like, Mr. Robinson, you know, your wife's going to be okay and everything like that. If you want to go home and yep. get cleaned up, X, Y, and Z. I was like, look, and I remember telling her, look, yep. lady, I leave this hospital when they leave this hospital. Yep. And not a moment before. And she was like, okay, Mr. Robinson. And she walked on out. I wanted to be like, get me a bed. Because <laughs> I'm hurting over Post here. Post me up right beside yeah. them and then we can... You could see me a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, get me a bed. But yeah, I was I was all laid up under there. I had that migraine and everything like that. And then it didn't last that long though. No, no, no. But I had I had all the symptoms, sensitivity, the light. That's why I had the blanket over my head and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I took a picture of you too because it was quite funny to me. Yeah, yeah. While you over there with your hair all done, looking all regal. I just had some braids. I'm I'm over there looking like Smeagol coming out the cave. <laughs> No, more like cornrows. They were those knotted twists that I used to like to get. Mm-hmm. But um. So yeah, that was that was crazy. Yeah, breastfeeding was interesting too. Yeah, she took to it. I just remember waking up the next morning and you looking at me like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I thought we, I thought we just had a baby. I didn't know you had and then uh, a cosmetic surgery on the tab too, like. <laughs> I just remember looking down thing. like, oh my god, they're so shiny and like they feel like they're gonna pop. And I was like, like man, <laughs> benefit. <laughs> and they weren't small to begin with. No, nah, but I was like plus one for the baby. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, and then like we said, the next day some family came, and then that Monday we went home. Mhm, mhm. And everything was good. She was good. I was good. 
You changed the first poopy diaper. Mm-hmm. And that became traditional meconium. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like... You were like, what is wrong with this? Why does it look like this? Yeah, I was like, what is this? (laughs) They're like, oh, daddy, she's she's made a boom boom. You want to change it? I remember the nurse coming in. And I was like, yeah, I'll change it. I mean, I got to get used to this anyway. But then, man, when when they showed me, I was like... Why is it black? It's I don't black understand. black and it's like slimy. It's super sticky. I was like, what and is this? And it wouldn't this? come off her butt. Yeah. Like, what is this? Oh, man. My baby poop petroleum? If I'm What's not mistaken, on? our moms were there when that happened because mm-hmm. they, they, they got a kick out of that. Yeah. I was just like, I was beside myself trying to understand what, what was this. This this don't look normal. Mm-hmm. And, then, and lastly, another thing that they don't tell you is the... You know, the baby wears a diaper, but as the mom, you have to wear one, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that. I was not ready Mm-mm. to have to wear the giant diaper-looking pad because you have extra stuff just dripping out all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it hurt to pee. It hurt to poop. It just hurt. Mm-hmm. That was not 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 something that I anticipated at all. Nah, that sorry to get a little graphic there. No, but it's it's a real thing. Well, that's and, a real thing. And and that's I think that's some of the things that, you know, when we talk about things people don't talk about, it would have been nice to be prepared for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It would have been nice to oh, well let's figure out what size pads we need to buy. Cuz we, we like I knew you needed pads mm-hmm. because that was in the book. But nothing said you needed like a whole adult diaper situation yeah like those the ones they give you at the hospital are like humongous Mm -hmm. and you literally you legit need it Mm -hmm. oh and you need ice packs down there because that hurts bad too Mm -hmm. i mean did you have a donut for the toilet Mm -hmm. no okay but you had to like i forget what the bottle is called but you got to squirt this water over the up there because it it just hurt Mm -hmm. and then you got to use the like witch hazel wipes and Mm -hmm. Ice packs. I mean, there's all kind of stuff they don't tell you about. With the, with the grape seed oil and the horse liniment. Like, what else you got? You better stop before somebody <laughs> listens to this. Like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it was, it was interesting because that, again. I did not anticipate that. And that's the stuff where, again, I felt like I'm back to winging it. Like, now we got this baby, but now I got to wing it because now we got a baby and she has this situation. So now it's not the cravings and that kind of thing. But now it's just this whole medical situation we got to deal it with. It's hurt. You know, with the with the pain and stuff like that. And the good thing was you were on maternity leave. So that, that well, worked Well, yeah, I was on, like, we, it, it was a blessing because when we did get pregnant, it ended up, she ended up coming right at the middle of May. I had enough um, sick leave to finish out the school year. And then I had summer break. Yeah, so summer I break. was at home a solid three months. Mm-hmm. Almost almost a solid four months mm-hmm. um, with her before I had to go back to work. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And that was that was real. But, yeah, that whole pad situation was, was ridiculous. I was not ready. Because, yeah. again, they tell you in the books, oh, you'll need pads. You need to make sure you bring underwear. But buy maybe the, a, the next size up. But I, they ended up give they give you like these disposable underwear at the hospital, 
because you yeah. need it. Mm-hmm. And then they give you these gigantic pads that you also need that you don't realize. And they send you home with a big bag of them yeah. because you need it. Mm-hmm. And man, I, and then it, just the amount of pain that afterwards, like it hurt to walk. Mm-hmm. It hurt to bend. And I didn't have a C-section. That was a natural childbirth. And yeah, it hurt. hurt. All natural. It hurt. You a G for that. And I couldn't imagine what women who had to have a C-section, their experience. And and, and speaking of, of things where you need pads, I just was not prepared for all of the pads that we would need. Like, because you had the underwear, the pads, but then we had to get the ones for your breasts. Yep. You know, because they would leak. Yep. And then it was like special bras for breastfeeding and i was like this is a whole nother economy i'm supporting here and i you know i've had a couple i bought a couple of things before but again you don't know how big your breasts are going to be afterwards Mm -hmm. so you can't plan but so much i did invest in some like you know sports bras that i knew would work regardless of how big but it was just another whole thing we can talk about it another time i guess but we can get into it deep yeah, it's but just it's, a lot that you're not you're not prepared for, and I, I mean, again, you see it in the book. Oh, you need extra this, you need extra that, but you don't realize the extent to which you really need some of those items. Yeah, yeah, and how, and how, um, yeah, how critical they are, and and even for me as a husband, you know, going through the, oh, she needs this, she needs that, and then you're trying to. Oh, I need to go get this. What size do I get? Mm-hmm. Or, or even you know, like you said, not knowing how big they're gonna get. It's like we bought, let's just say, two bras, but then they're the wrong size. Yep. That becomes a whole other situation. And then I just decided, oh, I may not. Maybe I won't get a maternity bra. Maybe I'll get a another type of bra that I can just move. And then it was, oh, but I need some shirts that are gonna be conducive to nursing and. Mm-hmm. Then you're looking at this little person that you like. You can't say nothing to me. What 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 do you need? Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like, I mean, it's another whole topic, but the after having the baby is another whole set, and it doesn't. I I feel like even now it doesn't stop. Like you, like I told um a lady that was pregnant not long ago, I was like, just realize that it never becomes normal. Like there is no normal. Everything it's always changing. Mm-hmm. Like you get used to one stage and then they're in, the next, they're in the next stage, and then you get used to that stage and they're moving to the next stage. So it keeps yeah. it interesting and keeps it new all the time. It does. But having gone through three pregnancies, um, I wouldn't trade them for anything. Absolutely not. Their, their uniqueness and all of that kind of stuff is still something special. Like it's a very special story for each yeah. each child individually. It's something that's unique to them that um, as they get older, we plan to share with them more and more. This is your story mm-hmm. of how you became part of this family. And I think I think that's that's a special thing, even though, you know, even though after the first one, you're slightly more prepared. Yeah. If you can remember, because yeah. we had a little gap between our first and our second. Yeah. So if you can remember... You know, you can be just a little bit more prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like that first one. Yeah. That was 
a nice little stroll back down 2008. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 7 8. Mm-hmm. The first trauma. <laughs> you are silly. <laughs> Our first God-given blessing. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even talk about godparents. Nope. That was another whole yeah. discussion. Like everything with us, it seems. Yeah. Is it That's a, nothing is, new at this point. Yeah, there's a theme emerging here, I feel like. True that. Yeah. Well, that was great. I, I always enjoy talking about the kids. Yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I think... Just to reiterate, I think it it was really fun for us because we could hyper-focus on it because we took that time before mm-hmm. they joined the family. So when when they show up, we are prepared to receive them. You know what I'm saying? And we're not still trying to... We still want our time. Right. But we're not... Starving for it. And, we're, and we're not sacrificing yeah. their time for our own time. Right. So I think... I think that's still a really important thing to call out that taking that time before we had kids for us, I think really benefited our relationship because yeah. we had this super rock solid relationship yep. already in place that when the kids show up, they're not shaking that foundation. They're right. just adding to, they're just adding to the, the, ho- the home that's built upon it. Yep. So. Well, that's fantastic. Well, thanks, yeah. guys, for tuning in. Yep, thanks for listening. Remember, uh, comment, share, like. And we have an Instagram page now. Oh, yeah, yeah. 97 Podcast. On, on Instagram, so check it out. Please follow. Well, thanks, thanks everyone. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah.